You've reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys, and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geek's Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome back for another shift on the Geek's Watch. We are here talking about Black Mirror Series 5, Episode 2 this week, just to see how much Steven can upset me with Black Mirror. <laughs> Wait, what did I do? <laughs> I'm just joking. Look, uh, we, we you know we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that after we get to get to uh, the week in geek. Let's talk about some video games though. We had a big old con- we had a big old convention in the the form of E3 this past weekend this past week. Um, any anything interesting? Anybody came? I I saw the one thing. The one thing I thought was interesting was uh, the PS5 or as people are calling it, the PS5, uh, CEO of Sony says that, hey, it's going to be backwards compatible. So the things that you're doing on your PS4 will be able to transfer over to your PS5. Like, anything mm-hmm. you can you can, you can can put into that, Steven? I mean, honestly, I, it's a smooth transition. Everything now, all game consoles are basically just PCs. So it's super simple and easy. Um, even with between Xbox 360 and Xbox One, it's a smooth transition. It's just the PS3 that was left behind because of that weird architecture. Mm. I mean, so I'm this, excited for it. This this makes you excited for it. Is there anything like uh, uh, any downfall to that? Any back? Um, like- I, I mean, I, I, in a situation, you you have to start looking at the consoles and be like, well, why don't people just have PCs? But <laughs> I think basically consoles work like iPhones, where it's like you just have the new one and you know that stuff will work on it. Fair enough. Yeah. Because a, a PC is a, it's keeping up with the Joneses for hardware. No, this mm-hmm. is true. Uh, any, any other I- I news that come out of E3 that anybody else would like to talk to? Oh, you know what? I didn't do any introductions yet. Obviously, John is with me. Hey, what's up? Okay. Steven's here. <laughs> That's me. Oh, that, that is him. And joining us again is Jessica. Woo, yay. <laughs> How was your past week? It's been great. Has it? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting hot out there. <laughs> uh, okay so any news any news that you were into jessica uh i'm, I'm kind of sort of interested in that new george rr R. martin video game okay what mm-hmm. w- w- we do we have a title uh ni no kuni any anybody got it? Uh, El- like elden rings elden rings is elden the george rr R. martin yeah. one Nino kuni is a remaster oh okay Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so what do we? I'm down on the Nino Kuni remaster, though. Are we talking about a video game set in the Game of Thrones universe, or is this something else completely? No, no. original property. Yeah, uh, Elden Rings. Uh, I believe so. Elden Rings is from the creators of Dark Souls. Um, uh, Hidetaki Miyazaki is the guy. Um, Hidetaka um, Miyazaki, and then George R. R. Martin. Whole separate thing. It's awesome. <laughs> so, is uh, I mean, what what 
do you know what the story behind it is or anything like that? I mean, is is uh, it is it George R. R. Martin? Is he just writing the Bible for it? Story consultant. Yeah. Okay, yeah, consultant, which I think is very uh, so interesting okay. in the fact Sorry. that it's like an already well-known world builder is going into a video game industry. Yeah, I mean that, that's I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, and so so. Just, just to be clear, full disclosure for the people out there in the world, Aww. this is is being recorded before. I don't want us to sound like chumps who don't know what's going on. <laughs> Fair enough. Right now we're operating off of leaks and cool stuff. Yeah, we. But we, if you guys haven't, this is the cool shit that's gotten leaked so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, we we are doing this a week in advance. Let's uh, stop trying to lie. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 stop playing. Hey, but how, yes. about, how about that Netflix appearance with the? Uh, the Gears of War and all that other stuff that I didn't expect to see. Are you just are you just planning ahead to be like if that's what happened then that's that's the cool thing? Basically, yeah. I mean that's that's kind of cool. Like well, okay, so then what are you expecting? What is anybody expecting from the big days at at E3? Any is there any rumors or anything like that, Stephen? Yes. There's a lot of rumors. Uh so we we got a bunch of cool stuff that happened. Um the Google Stadia event happened before um which did confirm a new Baldur's Gate as well as a couple of other games, uh, which people were pretty excited for. Uh, Google Stadia being the streaming thing. Um, think Netflix for games. Um, we got to see the actual data caps that you need for that stuff. So 25 megabytes gets or 25 megabytes download speed gets you 1080p video. Is mm. what anyone needs. Anything <laughs> more than that, and you're a crazy person. No one needs 4K for anything. I need 8K. Um, I mean, dude, that's a thing in that that new uh, that new Mac that just got announced this year, this week. So. You mean the cheese treader? Uh, what? The- yeah, yeah. The the cheese the cheese grater looks fucking terrible. Why did they go back to that? Uh, but yeah, so among chief among the links the leaks that we saw was that um, we got to see all of the stuff that was presented by THQ Nordic. Um, THQ Nordic, they they were a different company beforehand, and they bought up all of the the bones of THQ, which was all of the like the TV and movie crossover games that we ever saw before. You know what um, I know what THQ made, like, for? I I know THQ for all the wrestling games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's all of the, the all the licensed games. That was all they did. Yeah. Uh, and so now we got we got a a trailer for uh well not trailer. We got announcement for the SpongeBob game that was out on PS2. Um, Battle for Bikini Bottom, I think, is the one. Rehydrated. Um, we got an, a, a, yeah, rehydrated. It's a remaster of that. Um, we got to see a remaster of uh, Destroy All Humans. And then another game that I can't remember, or a Darksiders four-player game that's, that's right. in the style of Diablo. Is it Darksiders cool. Genesis? Yeah. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, like, I want to play that one. That one sounds awesome. I don't, I don't care about Destroy All Humans. <laughs> I, I think you're a huge SpongeBob fan. No, <laughs> I didn't have cable. <laughs> he just likes the memes. I mean, everybody likes the memes. Uh, okay, so uh, there, was, there was a lot of cool stuff. There was a Star Wars game, the 15 minutes that Jess was talking about earlier. Yeah, I haven't. They, been they able showed to... 15 minutes of gameplay from that. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch the 15 minutes yet, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely excited for another cool. Star Wars I... game. What 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 kind of game is uh, it? Is it is it another uh, Force Unleashed? Is it a uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Like that. Uh, m- most like Force Unleashed. Um, it's it's the first Star Wars game that happens in canon for this stuff. Uh, so in the trailer, we saw Saw Gerrera being in there, 
which well that trailer gameplay we saw saw Guerrera. um we saw uh a bunch of other things that are all inside of canon so there if there's not moral choices like you had in the force unleashed which i like so they get to just set out one narrative and that's the whole thing now i also heard that just, this it, it, game is going to drop some hints that are going to tie directly into um the rise of skywalker specifically about having to do with the emperor and how he comes back i mean that would be cool i would appreciate that yeah they might yeah. show some some new canon which is what i've always wanted i've always wanted it to be the movies could be standalone but you can get lore that ties directly and could even have ramifications for it but it's not necessary. That's a really hard balance to hit. That's like uh, Enter the Matrix, the video game. Exactly like Enter the Matrix, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah there, there, there's some cool stuff, though. Uh, we, we saw all of EA play. Um, most people tuned out after the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so EA play, that's that something that happens coinciding with uh, E3, but it, it isn't part of E3, right? I, as far as I know, it happens like just to the side of the actual thing, but it's still marketed as being E3. Oh, okay. I, but okay. a lot of people are doing their conventions to the side, which it's I It's like skipping out on Hall H, but still at the event. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yep. What could you possibly be talking about? Oh, if you listen to last week's episode, oh. we talked a little <laughs> bit about Comic-Con. No, that's what I, I thought I had heard that E3, e, EA, no, yeah, EA Play was a separate thing but they have they happen near e3 just like e- ea is just like hey we don't want to be a part of your thing but we want everybody to be a part of our thing yeah. so i could be it's wrong EA adjacent there you go it's e- it's e3 adjacent sure hey, sorry <laughs> um do we, do we know what it was that netflix was bringing to uh e3 they teased an image that looked like the the saw gun the lancer from game uh game of thrones <laughs> gears of war Okay. Uh, so Ooh. could be potentially uh, a, a show that ties in with the video game or maybe they just announced the animated series for Magic. Uh, they yeah, did, too. Yeah. With uh, who was it that's involved on that? Um, oh, man. The Duffers. Who? Not, not the, the Duffers. The Duffers. Oh, yes. The, the, not the Duffers. The Russos. The Russos yeah. are involved Wait, in yeah, it. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Duffers are the uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Um, yeah, so that could be like you know just gaming related stuff, but I think that there might also be another, uh, maybe an upgraded version of their Bandersnatch format, um, where they might want to try to do that a bit more. I didn't realize that they also do that with the Minecraft uh, show that they have on Netflix. Uh, Minecraft mm-hmm. Story Mode also oh, has that yeah. branching path um, selection that Bandersnatch had, so maybe they're they're finding that it works or improving it putting out more stuff that goes along with it maybe we could have interactive uh video game crossovers now like they could do that with castlevania or anything that's story driven i wouldn't be surprised if they put skyrim on netflix at this point (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i mean obviously with bandersnatch and in minecraft coming out this past year they are diving into a video game ish type world uh, I thought I had heard. I mean, they had the what Stranger Things kind of mobile game, is, if that's what it was, right? It was a mobile game. The, yeah. The Stranger Things three one that looks like Fallout. Yeah. Yeah. Like original Fallout. Right. Um, and as far as I know, it's not out yet. Oh, so maybe that's something that they could have been bringing to to showcase. No, they that were. Would be nice. I want to play that. Show. They were working on like a Telltale's version as well, I think, but 
you know, well, Telltale's isn't a thing anymore. The, yeah, they went down. So, like, I know that, but I mean, that would have been really cool to do as well because that essentially is uh, that same kind of branching path situation. And, uh, I mean, are there any other Netflix original properties you could see going towards the video game? I think Bird Box would be kind of interesting. Glow. Glow. <laughs> I, you know, actually, I could see a wrestling they game. A they have a comic, yeah. So, yeah. that could be kind of interesting. Yeah. Or, um, trying to think what else I really like that's an original. Mm. Um, well, not their Marvel shows, obviously, because those are going away. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, but then they could always do stuff with the Miller world that they, because they got Mark Miller, comic book creator, to create like things like the Magic Order, which is their comic book that they developed after getting hiring him to make a TV show based off ideas that their company already had. It's weird. It's like a weird. What is that? With a snake eating its own self. Was it Ouroboros? Ouroboros. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, maybe Umbrella Academy. That I, would be really cool. That that could see. Could I'd you, like it. A, a video game based off of Umbrella Academy. Uh, Interesting. Could yeah. they, they could do everything from when they were younger. Yeah, that's true. Fighting criminals in Paris. And, yeah, because um, that stuff that stuff still, still doesn't even happen in the next season of the show. Because they've talked about the next season, and that's the next um, like volume of the comic. So, to always go back to the the stopping the Kennedy assassination. That'd be cool. I like or that could, one. <laughs> or we could follow the young. Uh, what's his name? Hargreaves. The young Hargreaves. Whatever. You yeah. see him on the other planet. Whatever the hell's going on there? Yeah, like <laughs> see how he ended up on Earth or wherever he's from. <laughs> like I. That that last scene messed me up so much because I was like, "Wait, what? Don't do this to me! Don't just throw this out there like that and then leave it and like unanswered." What games are you? I would really. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Steven. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jessica, what games do you like to play? I I like to play RPGs and first-person shooters. So. Okay. So a new Modern Warfare. Yeah, the new Modern Warfare I'm looking forward to. That's one of my favorite ones to just randomly just <laughs> pull through. I'm, a, I'm more of a campaign player. I don't play live, okay. but um, the Call of Duty campaigns are probably some of my favorites to just sit down for a day and finish a campaign. <laughs> Pretend I'm a soldier or doing horrible things. But That's funny because like, I, I, on those Call of Duty games, I've only ever played live multiplayer. I've never played the campaign. No, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I just I can't get into live gaming ever. It's the I'm, people. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely it, the people. It, it probably is like having the voice that I have. <laughs> that I just be like I just don't need negativity in my life, so I kind of avoid live gaming. Um, but yeah, Call of Duty, their campaigns are nice and short, mm-hmm. and usually like fairly. I actually really like the writing of them. I especially like the um, World War Two one. Uh, our World they did. War. I want to say that was mm-hmm. Call of duty yeah is it call of duty it's call of duty um worlds at war worlds at war yeah that one had really it it went through the battles really well i mean you start on d-day and you go through france and then you end up you know liberating um the concentration camps and everything like that one was really well done really cinematic and they have um actual actors in the game too it's Kiefer Sutherland in that one isn't he yeah I think I think it's him are are you talking about the one that's like the vignettes where you start off in the beginning and you're like a private uh yeah you're like a private well you're at D-Day so you're like a private at D-Day and you kind of move up I guess you kind of move up the ranks through it and I guess other people die as you go along 
Uh, you, you're the same character, yeah. No, no, I was thinking about there was a, a one recently that was like all different characters, and that one was that, that was a, a, that seemed like a cool like storytelling device for that. Yeah, mm. yeah Sniper yeah, is really good too. Does do that sometime where it will jump character. I mean, there was I think it's Modern Warfare Two. You play a character that dies right away. Like, yeah. Well, there's one right away, and then there's one later on that dies, and like you're. And that was, I think that was actually the first Call of Duty game I had played. And I was like, what the? <laughs> what is this? Why became, am I dying? <laughs> that became kind of a joke after a while. It's like, oh, in this one, you're playing a guy that's about to be executed. And that's all the level is, is you're being transported in a car with protesters outside. And they take you to some pedestal and they shoot you, I think. And then another character. Sounds like a short level. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then another one, you, you. You're in like Fallujah or something, and then a nuke goes off, and you kind of survive it just long enough to die of radiation poisoning before the blast wave hits you. And now that everybody's watched Chernobyl, we know all about radiation yeah. poisoning, dying from radiation oh, poisoning. Oh, I already knew about radiation poisoning. I don't know why I watched Chernobyl. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so then they had two video games for Modern Warfare or Call of Duty, right? They had the remastered something, and they have uh, a new one coming out. Is that not what we were talking yeah. about? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been able to look that much into it yet today. Uh, so, like, the, the newest one... Oh, shit, I clicked on the wrong tab here. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the new one, essentially, what, what they've talked about for it, no, no one's seen anything of it. Um, but we do... So, it's uh, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare is the thing. Just Modern Warfare. Um, not the remaster or anything. Uh, and that one's the one where you play a person who's growing up as, like, a kid in this like war-torn area and you have to fight as a kid in the beginning of the game which seems very cool yeah sounds very lord of war whatever that one's called <laughs> now it, it, there's one that takes place in space right i think that's the one with kit harrington future warfare future warfare isn't that what that was called that reminded uh, it, uh, let me see. that Perfect. reminded me of a trailer i saw recently with brad pitt at astra Oh yeah, and it looked like there was a battle taking place in the moon, but they all look like astronauts, and I'm like, that is going to be the wackiest space battle. That trailer, and I really want to see that. That trailer is is definitely where it's Disney, and it's it's well, I guess it's Disney acquired from Fox, or yeah, um, it's it sounds like in the trailer, it sounds like he's like, well, I will get the mission done, even if it means if it means I have to kill myself or you know, kill everybody else. And it's just like, what is the mission supposed to be? It's supposed to be capturing that substance or whatever that was in the ship that his father was flying. At least that's what I get from the trailer. There's th- this movie did a really good job of teasing whatever's happening. Cause Without it shows, telling you. Yeah. It's, it show, it's very tantalizing. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what this movie is, but I really want to see it now. Yeah. Cause they're on the lunar rovers and he's, obviously shooting a gun at yeah. the other, other lunar rover I'm like, yeah how would that affect trajectories because the gravity is so much less like would they go further but would they hit less hard like what i, I so many questions like you don't even have to really hit somebody directly just puncturing the suit is like a death sentence i'm sure unless it's got like self-sealing i don't know i'm in i want to see this <laughs> so i take it you didn't see this trailer oh, jessica i'm very behind <laughs> on trailers. <laughs> I had a uh, long work week <laughs> Well, you can see this and more trailers by going to Geek Elite Media on Facebook. That's right. We do have that trailer there. Uh, all right. So, was there anything else that you'd like to talk about from E3 that we know of now? Steven? Mm, no, no. Um, if, if you guys want, uh, go ahead and uh, check out the Geek Elite Media YouTube channel and see some video wrap-ups over there. 
Yeah, that's right. By by the time this comes out, Stephen will have videos up there on our YouTube channel about what happened at E3. Now he has to make them. So. <laughs> I got to. No, no takesies backsies. No takesies back. It's on the internet. So, uh, all right. Well, I mean, but that means we're gonna get to our episode. I mean, um, I, I know we talked about it, but I, I we uh, some of us saw Godzilla. Some of us saw Aladdin. I saw Dark Phoenix. Does anybody want to? Just bring up a little, a tiny review of those things. Everyone should see Godzilla. Nobody should see Godzilla. (laughs) Nobody? Yes, nobody, because that was a garbage movie. No, I, I, he said behind, he sat behind me in the theater, and I would look up with a huge smile on my face, and I would see him with his, like, arm on his chin, just like, when is this going to be over? Yeah, it was. Mitch, it, I think you saw this movie with the wrong people. I, I saw it with the normal people that we see it with. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and stand by the fact these were the wrong people. Because you weren't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I dug the ever living shit out of this movie. So I don't know what. His, he's, he just has a broken perspective on kaijus. This should be right up your ass. You're like part oh, Asian. Right up my ass. <laughs> right up my ass. <laughs> not Ali. Not Ali. <laughs> right up the butt. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to own it. That's not a Freudian slip. I meant to say, this should be right up your ass. <laughs> There's a whole Godzilla in there. <laughs> I mean, I got a big ass, but that's, that's a whole lot. That's a whole lot. Uh, look, look I, I don't know. I, I just, I guess I've just never been a kaiju fan. Like, I mean, it just, it, the movie did not do anything for me. There was so, so many wasted actors, like talented actors in this movie that, that do not get a moment to shine uh the people that they do focus on were also usually good actors but they are just given terrible dialogue and and it's it's just uh, it was so it, it breaks its own rules over and over again i, I don't know i i'm sorry i just i had a bad time you like to end game you can't talk about <laughs> breaking its own rules yes but you know what i had a good enough time that i could go past the fact that it that one breaks mm-hmm. its own rules Hmm. It sounds like some, some Everything retroactive gerrymandering now, huh? All right. Gerrymandering. He knows how to compartmentalize his geekness. I do. It would Look, seem. There's many times that you have come up with, John, with these things that you can't stand about movies when it, they're just as okay as Godzilla was. I disagree. Okay. You can't, the normal rules don't apply to Godzilla. You're either in or you're out. It, and if you're out, there's something wrong with you. Okay. Yeah. You're, it's either all the way up your ass. Or <laughs> I'm talking three-headed dragon, like Ghidra, up the ass. Like, <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I mean, I, I know one thing. I did like Kong Skull Island, so I am excited for Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, the next one. Well, there's that. So you're not excited for that at all. I wasn't. You know, I didn't really dig King Kong that much. But I feel like feel like that goes way back to the original. I was never really a Kong guy. Hmm. You like lizards over monkeys. Got it. Yeah. Steven, any any interest in, in Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, I mean, less than I had for Godzilla. But also, I thought this movie, like, this movie only had the chance to, like, lose for me. There, there was a lot of stuff going on in this movie that I was super suspicious about. And mm-hmm. it, it won me over. So maybe Kong will also. <laughs> Well, I mean, they make so many references to Kong in this movie. Like, they they literally yeah. say Skull Island. Like, I want to say a dozen times. Yeah, no, and they they show it. They show it in like um like the like high 
hieroglyphic kind of things. There's there's a lot of mentions. There's a lot of mentions. So uh, from the the three of us talking about it, Jess, is it are you more excited, less excited, or just the same to go see Godzilla: King of Monsters? Uh, probably more excited. I love the old Godzilla movies. I liked. I even like the 1990 Godzilla movie that everybody hated. <laughs> I like that one. Do you? Okay. <laughs> Um, and I, I do, I feel like I'm going to go into this one just to expect, like, I'm going to see a bunch of big CGI monsters fighting it out. I guess it, it does have, like, the big actors in it, but I'm not going to see the big actors. <laughs> I'm going to see the big monsters fighting it out and Mothra, and I've already heard that the twins aren't necessarily in it, but I there's hope I reference. catch the references to yeah. the twins, because that was my favorite part of it. No, there's, there's lots of references to lots of things, I, stuff I didn't I, even expect. I think you're here. missing it then, because Zhang Ziyi is playing a set of twins. No, yeah, yeah I got that. I'm saying So she is the twins. Okay, anyways. She's the twins. <laughs> Okay, so then let's go to the next movie, Aladdin. Jess and I did see that movie. I did. I I really liked it. So did I. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I wasn't one of the ones that was like, uh, Will Smith, like, how's he going to be Robin Williams? I was like, give him a shot. Like, Will Smith does funny roles fairly well. Fairly well. So, and I I really enjoyed him. I didn't think he looked weird as Blue Genie. And I liked the new character they introduced, the handmaiden. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a few people were iffy on her, but I actually quite enjoyed her personality. (laughs) And she's from SNL, or she used to be on SNL. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought, I I also was not one of these people who was like, oh, Will Smith can't replace Robin Williams. It's like, no, he's not trying to replace Robin Williams. He's making another movie. Like, I was was completely okay with it. I was okay with the blue. I was okay with them not being blue. Mm -hmm. Just make the movie. Um, I have heard people refer to it as, this is a cover. It's like, it's very much a cover, like a cover band of the other ones. Like, I think that's unfair, uh, but yeah. I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Will Smith wasn't the best singer. No. But, um, I didn't really hate it. I, I didn't like some, of, I, like, if I had any fault, I didn't like some of the filming choices. Okay. Like they would like slightly speed up the mm-hmm. film and it threw me off. Like it made it too, like, I don't know why they were speeding it up. Like during some of the, the big chase scene with Jasmine and Aladdin and the, guards are going after them after they steal whatever they would speed it up just a bit and it would just like seem so chintzy like it kind of cheapened it i feel like that's a that's a guy richie thing like he he tends to do that in his movies so i think we just haven't noticed it i mean i'm a huge disney fanatic so (laughs) i'm a bit pickier on disney it makes sense it makes sense um i liked jasmine's character change i like that she was wanting to be sultan not just to marry who she wanted she mm-hmm. wanted to be sultan and she was smart and intelligent and and how'd you feel about her two songs that they added um i liked Speechless? i liked the song didn't like how they filmed it okay as another one like i didn't like the chintziness of it being like she's like thinking that she's singing the song because mm-hmm. like everything was frozen at the time right and, like she's not actually singing it's like a dreamlike song and to me that kind of threw me off it very much for me too like when while it's happening i was like is how does this make a difference in the movie because it's all happening in her head yeah and but the song itself i did like Mm -hmm. that they added it sounds like boz lerman should have been the director not guy Ritchie. i think boz lerman actually would have done a really good job with this movie because they stuck i think uh, compared to their other live action remakes like they stuck more to the fact that this is a musical as yeah. opposed to well i guess being the beast was very much still 
I mean, they cut out a couple songs from the original, but they added more songs. Did they add too. more song too? Yeah, in the Beauty and the Beast one, they added Jungle one, Book. Two, I think they took out three. They did take out two songs, I think, for Jungle Book. But there's not that many songs in the original Jungle Book. No, Jungle Book's not really considered a musical. It's just more like it's a kids' movie that no. you gotta have music in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I'm always, I'm usually always in for Guy Ritchie movies. Um, the only thing I think I haven't seen of his was Swept Away, um, but I I enjoyed this movie a lot. Like there's there's one scene after like so my one of my favorite songs from Aladdin is the Prince Ali song. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed that scene oh, in yeah, this movie so well much. Done. And then right at the after that when they're going to see the Sultan and the princess for the first time, like that scene that, had me rolling. The best. Cracked up. I was, was cracking hilarious. up the whole time. It was not like how it was in the original animated. <laughs> no, not at all. So happy. So what I want to know is does the uh, magic carpet ride escape from the uh, Cave of Wonders as good or better than the original? It was not as long. Yeah. Actually, the Cave of Wonders was a lot shorter mm-hmm. than it was. In general? But I feel like it made more sense as this, just that one. And trajectory. the movie is also an extra 30 minutes from the original animated movie. Yeah. So it's two hours as compared to the 88 minutes, I think, or an hour, hour and a half that uh, the original is. Um, you, and you can see where they added the parts, the, yeah. they added the scenes, but oh, yeah. yeah, but she's right. It's, it's, it's definitely shorter the in actual, the cave of wonders. The actual cave of wonders is actually just a cave of wonders where they think in the animated show, it's more like several rooms yeah. to walk through. Yeah. Um, any other questions? No, no that's good. I'll it, wait till you it just comes really to wanted Disney to know Plus. about the cave of wonders. Yeah. That was a really cool part. <laughs> I've, I've always loved the lore behind things. Like I love world building. Uh-huh. So like the big question of like, where does the genie's power come from? How does the genie have the ability to make more genies? Why are the rules so specific of three wishes and, you know, all of that stuff? Where does the Cave of Wonders come from? All that stuff is stuff that I find interesting, uh-huh. but you normally don't get answers for it because it's just a kid's movie and mm-hmm. it's not meant to. But I find it interesting if they put some detail into that. Like the the carpet in the original, not in the later animated series because he cheapened it. <laughs> there's like a story on the in like the thread of the the carpet. Like it has depictions of like some kind of history mm-hmm. on it. And I've always found that fascinating. But like, there's no real way to get that because they didn't really think that far. At least I don't think they did. It's just like this is just a story. It's like. like don't think too hard about it. Well, the actual lore that Aladdin is pulling from is from A Thousand and One Nights, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is like in A Thousand and One different stories of Arabian lore. So you mean I have to read now? Yeah. Yes. There, there is one that's, I want to say it's Aladdin in the Lamp. It does not follow the same storyline <laughs> at all. Genies are considered very evil creatures. Yeah, they're supposed too. to be demons or so, jinns. Um, it's definitely like I haven't been able to read through all of a thousand and one nights. I, I do have a copy of it if you want it, but I feel like magic carpets are mentioned somewhere. But probably yeah. So it's, sure. it's just like if you're yeah. watching Knight's Tale, you can go back and read uh, what's Chaucer's, Chaucer's book. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, Jeffrey yeah. Chaucer. And the other thing about lore, especially, <laughs> is that the lore should always change for the generation that it's being told to. So like a lot of the people are being upset that they're like redoing these classical fairy tales like even just the disney version they're redoing it and i was like that's the whole point of Mm -hmm. folklore is that it changes to represent the generation and that's what they're doing you know jasmine isn't just looking for her husband she's looking to be empowered and Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about nowadays is female empowerment you know Mm -hmm. that's what these newer 
Disney movies are representing, even Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, sure, she still ended up with the Beast, but she was the inventor. She wasn't just the pretty girl who reads books. <laughs> she right. wasn't just a Stockholm Syndrome victim. <laughs> or or Dumbo, yeah. where the girl was very much into STEM stuff, like uh, technology, science, and you know math and engineering, as opposed to yeah. just being a girl. I yeah. mean, that could have been a movie in and of itself without even having to have Dumbo in it. Like, I, yeah. I, I would have yeah. been a better movie, to be honest, if it's everything was exactly the same. Just take out Dumbo, and I would have watched that. But mm-hmm. here you expect to go see Dumbo, and you have this other story that feels tacked well, on. I mean, Dumbo itself is like 50 minutes. There, yeah. they had to put, they had to fit something else yeah. in there. Then why even do it? Because they own it. Because they own it. But it's just, eh. Okay. Just re-release it the, with the like... The Dumbo ride in Disney wasn't having good long lines. <laughs> yeah. So we needed to up that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How'd you feel about like... Uh, Agrabah is definitely like a Egyptian, Muslim, Asian, Hindi like mixture of things. Everything. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know that area? We're just going to put them all into one. Yeah. I mean, I, I was okay with it. That fits with the Middle East and certain, I mean, there were certain towns like along the Silk mm-hmm. Road that was a big, so that's how I was saying it, like on a historical aspect was it's like, it's a Silk Road, Silk Road, Road city of mixed cultures. Mm-hmm. So I've accepted it perfectly fine. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, Steven, is it, it, us talking about the movie, has it made you any inch more interested in seeing it or any less interested in seeing it? I'm, I'm as interested as I'm going to be. I'll watch it on a streaming service later. Uh, I, I like a lot of the changes they made to it, but it's not going to get me to go to a theater right now. Hey, if you pass me your Hulu password, I'll let you have my uh, Disney Plus account. <laughs> I, I, I got all those things. I got the Hulu, I got the Amazon, I got the HBO. Whatever you need. Okay, and I, I assume I'm the only one that went and saw Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just say this is that um, it's not the same as X Men Three: The Last Stand, as a lot of people were saying. So. They are both. They are both just. They are both the story of the Dark Phoenix. Um, it is incredibly slow for a movie that's X Men and very much supposed to be an action movie. An hour into it, I was looking at my watch and thinking, "There's still another hour left of this movie, and I am <laughs> dying." However, it's always a good time. There are great scenes in the movie. Some of the stuff is shot incredibly well. Uh, the action pieces are great, as you would expect. And uh, the only thing is, is that you just don't care about the characters. None of them, like none of them, like you've had some of these characters. You've had what four movies to? Uh-huh. I mean, four of just these actors playing them. If you count all the X Men movies, we're up to nine. I want to say uh, you could that these you should care about Xavier at this point. You kind of don't in this movie. You just don't really care yeah. about what, what's going on with any of these characters. And that's its biggest downfall. Like you, it's so, it's so thrown together in the, in the way that you, you, I want to say that because with as many reshoots that they did to this movie and pushbacks, I feel like they could have done a much better job. Yeah. So if, I, wasn't this directed by the same guy that wrote like a bunch of the previous movies? Yeah, Simon Kingberg directed, finally got to direct this one. He wrote a lot of the X-Men movies after um, uh, Brian, Singer. Brian Singer, thank you, left. Um, he's done a lot of other movies, too. He's 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 written a lot of, of big blockbusters at this point. Just, so it sounds like he's got mm-hmm. the David S. Goyer problem of being an okay writer that can't direct <laughs> for shit. Uh, I would say you're wrong because I think David Goyer is a good director and I like his writing. So, uh, that, but that's just me. All right. Uh, 
if that's everything, we'll, we'll go ahead and get into Black Mirror episode two of season five. Uh, Smithereens. This is starring uh, the actor who plays Moriarty in Sherlock and uh, Topher Grace. Like those are the two big names out of this. <laughs> I was not expecting Topher Grace. No. He kind of just showed up out of nowhere. No. Yeah. Playing yeah. this Mark Zuckerberg character. Yeah. Well, I mean, the same can be said about the first episode. We had like three, almost four, like above average B-listers. Well, I would say that's why that's the first episode. Like yeah. they definitely threw in their bigger actors, their bigger names. I mean, uh, why, why can't why can't I think of the guy who plays Falcon, Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie's he's in one of the highest grossing movies of all time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, two of them. So uh, I would say that he's pretty. And Aquaman just made a billion dollars, so that's Abdul something the third. Yeah, 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 Martin Abdul the third. He played back Manta, so that he's that made a billion dollars, so he's known. I bet you they keep that name going just to like confuse and piss off people that have to try to say that. Oh. Schools. <laughs> so, uh, but you're right. You know, they're, they're, Black Mirror definitely gets to have its its big names now, but this one, I, I would say that they're they're two middling names. Like the last thing I saw Topher Grayson was an episode of Love death robots like uh yeah and black but black black, uh, black clansman oh yeah that's right he oh, yeah. was in black clansman um yeah and, and then he's also got all that publicity for recutting star wars oh, or yeah. something like that yeah <laughs> the super cut or whatever he did so I, it's it's interesting to see topher grace in something now yeah I th- it was it was an interesting one i didn't expect to see him uh at first i didn't like his character in the episode uh, but then he came around. I think that's supposed to be the way he's he's supposed to come off. Like I think he was acting it well. It wasn't that it was a bad character. I don't think it was a bad character. I I definitely think that the portrayal of that character would have been a little bit different if it was a real life character because someone with as high intelligence as he ha- he should have would have a lower EQ I would assume and and thus not really have the emotional attachment to this guy who's across the the the, the planet about to shoot an intern that he's never met. Mm-hmm. So, uh this episode, the technology of this episode is is a uh social media app, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um That's pretty much the technology we have right now. I think it's just social yeah. media yeah. culture. It's it's social media yeah. 2018 is, is the year. Yeah, it's, it's. Oh it, yeah, yeah. It, it does it, say, huh? It doesn't really. It doesn't do anything far futuristic. <laughs> it doesn't do anything out of the norm from what we have now. It really just focuses on the culture that we've developed around social media. Yes, I found it interesting though that once the plot really take like kicks in, um, you see that the people who run the social media website are able to like much faster, like get all the information about him. Like the mm-hmm. FBI at some point is even kicked off. It was like you guys are of no use to us right now. But like, see, yeah. sit back. I don't know if that's to me that doesn't that didn't scare me about the social media website, like the company itself. It's because the way I see that is because you've given them the permission to do all these yeah. things. You've given them all that information. Whereas the mm-hmm. the FBI and the the UK police have to get warrants to to get that or ask for permission and stuff like that. They can't just come in and yeah. take and you don't want them to just come in and take that mm-hmm. stuff but you've given that stuff re, f- willingly to this company yeah and the terms and conditions that you did not bother to read right yeah well what i thought i mean i'm always trying to guess ahead of what the plot's going to do and i should learn not to do that with black mirror yeah oh, yeah but do uh, i figured at first that 
um, because he looked really shady at first, you know, like kind of keeping his eye on that building, um, you know, working for like some kind of Uber stand in. I was like, oh man, is this some kind of murderer that like is selecting <laughs> victims? And then when he's going to that grief like group and he focuses on that one woman and then they show you like the details after they, you know, fornicate that, um, the the one of the things the the woman's trying to do is get into her daughter's account for whatever I can't remember. It's persona. So yeah. her her daughter had mm-hmm. a persona account, and the thing that he keeps trying to get a guy a person from is smithereen. So I'm guessing that's the difference mm-hmm. is Facebook and Twitter or yeah. MySpace or, or something. Google I was, Plus I was or thinking, something. I was thinking Instagram or Instagram. Oh, right. yeah. Instagram yeah. 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 So yeah. I thought the, the like Facebook seemed like it was everything. In in my Persona mind, seems yeah, yeah. In my brain, I was already putting together the pieces that he is some kind of murderer, and that she must she must have posted something on her social media that could give him away, and he was just all part of a plan yeah. for him to like get close to the woman, um, so that he could erase it he from her social it. media, yeah. or yeah. just make sure that she couldn't find it, and like you know, kind of see what she's doing, because he figured maybe she would try something like that, and. You know, they did kind of focus on his face, looking a little uncomfortable with her trying the passwords. I was like, well, that didn't work. So, and he's just like sitting there, like, you know, not looking like someone should after you just know what's having so funny sex. is that when that scene happens what i thought was like oh he's gonna be some kind of hacker and he was gonna help her out in that moment like oh here i can show you how to get in or i can get past the the, the password so it's funny that the two of us saw that scene in two completely different ways yeah no i, I assumed the worst out of it <laughs> yeah I, I did too but you I, assumed like, that he was first, i thought he was a stalker like uber driver stalker or something like looking for victims in the beginning too hmm. but i was i was more like don't think that it's black mirror <laughs> I, like, I would not want him to be my uber driver <laughs> uh and i unfortunately like for me for this one like this whole story played out ex- exactly as i saw each beat so like mm-hmm. despite that I still liked the episode but I didn't see any hacker things murder no. things anything like that <laughs> see because Steven knows how to live in the now as opposed to the rest of us we just keep trying to guess ahead <laughs> I, I, I love guessing it. This is he's, just, he's just not a cynical I just asshole right like the rest of us I guess. <laughs> uh, okay so in the episode we have our character of Chris Chris yes. Gilhaney uh, he uh, is seen outside of the headquarter the uk headquarters of smithereens and he is giving people a uber but it's called hitcher in this it's a Mm -hmm. a ride to places that they come from this building he's obviously looking for a certain someone because the first person he picks up she's like oh no i don't actually work there i was just visiting somebody so he's very Mm -hmm. visibly upset um the next thing the next time it's it's with this intern that's supposed to just take some clothes to a person i think yeah, clothes? he's, he's yeah. delivering clothes to somebody higher up in the company. Like dry cleaning or something? Yeah. yeah. So uh, he gets a hold of an intern, and now his plan is going to be off and running. Uh, one of the things in this is that he has a gun. Now, that's a big that's a big deal over there because they don't allow mm-hmm. guns, especially handguns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even the police that show up. They don't have guns. They don't have guns. It's not until they call in special forces, mm-hmm. SWAT team to that their that guns show up. Um while on while trying to get away 
with uh, this intern that he's kidnapped. They, he ends up spinning out and crashing into a field where he's stuck. And because he almost crashes into a or, uh, a couple of teenagers, uh, these teenage teenage boys are now in a part of this whole situation, and they are instantly on their social media. Like, hey, these this guy just tried to hit us. Uh, the cops now have him surrounded. You know, they are live tweeting, so to speak, everything that's going on. He uses his social media to also keep track of what other people were doing in the situation. That's when we get to the smithereens where they have instantly hacked into. I mean, it's not even hacking because, like we said, he he's given them permission. They can use his his uh, microphone on his phone. They use uh, the video camera on his phone. They are searching through his social media to, to get ideas of why he's doing this thing. I love one thing that I noticed when the uh, the Smithereens people are listening in. Uh, one of the people that's working there is like automatically transcribing the whole conversation. Yeah. And yeah. At, at one point, it autocorrects fucking to ducking. To ducking, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that gets points for realism. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was... Uh, Interesting, like when the American FBI gets involved, like everybody it's from Smithereen is just kind of constantly like, "Shut up, you're dumb." Like they <laughs> they aren't even giving him any respect. Yeah, he's he's yeah. literally just the middleman so that the people at Smithereen can talk to the UK police. It's like if you want to get something done, get Cambridge Analytica in here, not the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like it's an interesting one because um, there are a couple different ways to look at the way that they're gap gathering the information as being like this is all information that he has supplied to them but at one point when they go to look at the actual accident that happened with him and his girlfriend wife, wife whatever yeah. i forget her wife okay um uh that's an outside news website that you see there it's not part of smithereens um so i, I think it's just their their whole algorithm being applied to him Mm-hmm. Like following one chain to the next, like like one bit to the next bit over and over again. Their whole thing is to collect information on you so they know what to sell you. So it's still, yeah, like you can still weaponize that and then learn plenty about you. Like his word cloud when they were, you see mm-hmm. them looking at the big screen and it's like, these are the words that he uses most often. And it's like, none of this says that he's a terrorist or that he was going to kill anybody. But yeah. obviously that was yeah. years ago when he had, before he had stopped using his social media, his smithereen account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna go dark very soon on my social media. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're gonna late. you're gonna go? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so as the the his big thing is that he wants to talk to Billy Bauer. Billy Bauer is who Toker Grace uh, portrays in the episode. He is the creator, founder of Smithereens. He happens to also be on a ten day silent retreat now that a tech- six days into his ten days, six Good days into timing. his ten days. What did you think of that little house, though? It's like on a mountain or mountain cliff in, in the middle of Utah, and it's all windows. He has a bunch of drapes mm-hmm. so that he can close it and go to sleep. But other than that, it's just he just sits there and reflects in the silence. Like meditates. Yeah. He owns the mountain. Right? He has to. Yeah, yeah. He has to. Yeah. I wish I had the kind of money where I could do that. I, I, I'm sure that we all do. I get so much stuff. <laughs> um, I think we, we brought this up was that Topher Grace or Billy Bowers as a character, he he gets involved eventually, and uh, through all the chagrin or the his basically his people saying don't do this, don't don't get involved, don't don't get in there. He he wants to because there is a 
quote unquote his employee that's at risk. He wants to. I assume he wants to help, but uh, do you, I don't. I just didn't find that realistic. Do you see? Would you see Mark Zuckerberg stepping in and being like, okay, let me see if I can talk this guy down? That's also a situation where he has Mark Zuckerberg. He talked about the fact that he wanted to quit already. So I think he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do what I fucking want to right now. Yeah. And if this is the last thing I fucking do, fuck. <laughs> And he really seemed to have no regard for the money either. It was like, so what if yeah, he but that was a million money? dollars? Like to him, that's nothing. I mean, still, <laughs> there's some people who would be like, I'm not gonna give this guy like a dollar. Like, there's some people just have that mentality. I think Moriarty caught him on the exact right <laughs> way to have it. I'm I'm the optimist, so okay. I feel like yeah, I I would. I think I would hope that no matter what position I was in life, that. I would take a human life seriously and try to help them out of a situation that could be dangerous. I, I, I would hope. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I, I think what was interesting also is that with the end of the episode, you see the Billy Bauer character essentially just go back to his silent retreat. Yeah, he has. He doesn't seem to have any remorse on his face. He doesn't have any. Uh, anxiety. He doesn't. It hasn't really affected him in any way. He just goes back to doing what he was doing. That's why I don't really think he quits. I think he had remorse on his face when, when you find out what the actual like resolution of the situation was. Mm-hmm. You see him go like about it, and then he's gonna go in and think about it. I think that was more in that was more in the effect to me. That was more in the effect that he he couldn't believe that he didn't have the ability to to stop this like it's it's more of like i'm not the great thing but we 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 honestly don't know we don't know who gets who gets shot that's another thing like the, the idea that it could have been uh gil haney or the guy he took hostage or both or both could have been shot because at, at several times through the, the episode they say things like uh if i take the shot now i'll hit both of them mm-hmm. like and different shooters though. Different shooters, yes. Definitely different shooters, which did catch me off guard. Is like the one shooter who said that he would hit both of them is like, well, why don't you just go get a different angle? Like, it's a a windshield. You can move. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very clearly visible. Plus, the guy that kept saying he can't get a good angle on it was on the front side of the vehicle when clearly everyone else was behind the vehicle. But But the lady who does take the one shot is on the side because it comes through the yeah eventually they get another team that drives out there yeah so um with uh the the uh, the one point when uh gil haney says hey uh don't worry um my gun's not loaded it's not a real gun or what it's a replica is what he says uh and that instantly goes through the smithereens people and then the smithereens people tell it to uh, the cops, who then the cops say it over the radio, and then the kid hears it on the radio, and he, he puts on his Twitter that, ah, oh, disappointing, the cops just said that it's not a real gun, and then they move yeah. in on him, and like, yeah, that, like, just to see that chain of events, how that happened, how that worked, and then Gil Haney puts it together too, and because he, he looks at the mm-hmm. Twitter feed, and he's like, no, it is a real gun, and he fires it off in the air, like, I had respect for him to like try and calm the guy down by saying it's a replica, don't worry. But then when he comes to the realization that it's, he's being recorded or being heard by everybody, it's just like, oh, wow, yeah, you 
you you didn't i mean he thought about everything else he thought about like an, if a negotiator comes to talk to you you know this is the steps that you, he's going to take you know if uh if you can't get a hold of uh someone in the company get a hold of the next person so that mm-hmm. they can get to hold of yeah. them. I, I, I i don't yeah. know it was interesting that part was in direct contrast to the very beginning of the plan uh, where he's nice to the guy by letting him sit in the back mm-hmm. as opposed to being in the trunk. Right. If you're in a situation where you're supposed to be holding someone hostage or something like that, if you show the little bit, like a little bit of kindness, they know that you're not really going to do any of the things that you're threatening to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was kind of out of sync with the other part where he thought about things so much. That's true, but I mean, he obviously never really intended to kill the guy. Like, he has yeah. a real bullet, or at least he has a blank, something that makes a sound. Um, but it's never, no. he's never intended to kill the guy. Uh, I guess we, I have, we hadn't gotten to the part where he explains to why he's doing this. So when he finally gets to talk to Billy Bauer, he explains that uh, we know that his wife or fiance was killed in a car accident when a drunk driver crossed the crossed the line and uh, plowed into him and her. It killed the drunk driver, killed his fiance. He lived. Yeah. His his wife or fiance lived for two months on mm-hmm. hospital equipment before she passed away, yeah. and uh, he you know it obviously took its toll on him. Um, but when he talks to Billy Bauer, he's like, it's not. He takes all the blame on himself. I would say that he shares the blame. <laughs> Because uh, the other guy was still drunk driving, but he, he the, the thing that they don't show the hit, they never show which lane either driver was in, and they don't show the moment of like the moment right before impact. Yeah. You never see who is actually at fault. You don't know whether he's just putting all of this on himself. Don't know. Okay, fair yeah, enough. We don't know if even if he didn't look at his phone, if he would have been able to swerve right. around or if he was paying mm-hmm. attention. And that was yeah. the thing is that he picked up his phone while on a long drive. His wife was sleeping because he heard a chime. He heard the alert go off, so he needed to check what it was. And all it was was someone liking a photo of a dog that he had posted, yeah. and he and it's just <clears throat> torn him up. Like we hear about, we, it, 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 it was worse. Than that even they liked a comment that he made on someone else's oh jeez yeah. okay sorry um but he gets into the he gets into it with Billy Bauer about how why is it so addictive why why is it that you guys made this thing so that everybody has to look at their phone all the time and Billy's just like that's just the way that they make it that's the way that we were told we have to make it so that it's in it's a uh, he uses a word it's um. Dopamine. Dopamine enhancing. Yeah, dopamine response. Yeah. yeah, but there was something, it was uh, not interactive, but uh, I don't know. The, user, drive user engagement? Engagement, yeah. thank you. Yeah, optimizing engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, we have to make it that way. That's just what it is. Like It, it used to be so simple. It used to be just a, a thing that we, 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 we'd all go and do, but now because corporations have gotten a hold of it, it's it's become so much more, and I hate the fact that what it is, but it still made him a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at the end of the episode, I, said, I, I assume what we're supposed to get from that is that everybody's getting an alert that this guy was killed after mm-hmm. this, this. I don't think this, that was, You don't think that's what it was? I don't think that's what it was at all. I think it was showing everyone else's life just be totally fine. That's what and I'm saying. That, yeah. Social, they're fine. They, I don't think they're seeing anything of what just happened. Oh, see, that's what I, I thought was that they were—they're so desensitized to the fact that someone was just killed that they don't—it it, didn't—it didn't affect them. That they saw the alert and they're like, "Okay, cool," and then they go on with their life. I mean, it could be that I just didn't see anyone go like, "Oh shit, 
Yeah, but I think you that's know? what that was Usually, the point. I think in real life, you're like, damn, dude, you see, like that thing happened. And if someone will go, yeah, dude, <laughs> not even that happened. They like phone down and then just like hopped in to go play basketball or whatever else their life was already happening. Wow. Were you about to say something, John? I think I was, but I, I liked his point better. Okay. <laughs> uh, was there anything else about the episode that anybody it stuck out to anybody? I mean, we're in in. The, I know everybody else. I think everybody else has watched the three episodes except for me. I haven't watched the third episode yeah, yet. I've, I haven't watched I've the watched third. the oh, okay. three episodes. Um, one thing I'd like to mention that like threw me off, and I don't know if it's because I'm paranoid. I don't know if it's because I'm a woman. <laughs> um, but when you, I get into like an Uber car, and I've talked to like another girlfriend about this, but we are on the app and making sure they're going where they're supposed to be going, and not just blankly looking at our phone and being like, yeah, this person will get us there. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, when he mentions construction, I'd be like, uh, there's no construction on this road. What are you talking about? Glad to get out. That's very you know, much the, the life of a woman as compared to a life of a man, though, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There definitely is a big difference. But I was still like, God. But even the first woman that got in the car, because he picked up a woman before. True. She still openly said where she ended up working at. And I was like, who does that? I was like, who tells a stranger where you work at? Like, I was like, you don't know what he's going to do with that information. That's true. I think I've let myself doze off in an Uber car. I was like, nobody wants this. Once again. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I. Till I watched this episode, I'd never thought about opening up the the map app and being like, oh yeah, I'm I need to make sure this guy this driver is going in the right direction. But like it, every time I've used an Uber, it's never occurred to me. But that's interesting. It definitely might be a gender difference. It, I mean, there's obviously lots but of I'm, things. But I'm also super paranoid. Like I had my grandfather was a cop, so like I <laughs> I am also very paranoid, and I don't want to put myself in those situations. So. Um, I definitely was like kind of annoyed. I was like, really? Like you're not even <laughs> questioning, you're not even looking up to see where you're at. Like, really? Like someone's got to teach you people. I un- but then you know, I also wonder if that has anything to do with living in a bigger city. Like, I guess it could. If you that, that could be a thing too. If people yeah. are taking Ubers all the time or and stuff like like our city, we don't do Uber often. No, I, I've never done one in my <laughs> city, my home city. No, not I think that I think he did say so. I think he said a car accident or construction. It was construction. Or something. There's construction on the whatever. Mind if I take a like off road or I, something? I like he said like two things in it. Like he was like, it's this or this. Uh, like I can't remember the actual. I remember wrong. construction. Wrong. Both, of them, both of them still look like look to see if this is real or not. Is it? It's just rescaling Google Maps for both for both Uber and Lyft right now. <laughs> is is that what you do, so. Stephen? Do you look at do you pull up the map app when you're getting an Uber? I, I I don't have to. Again, like you said, like this is a this is an unfortunate difference between being being a man or a woman in that situation. Um, I I've had the only time I've ever had to have Google Maps out is when the Uber driver goes. Hmm, I don't know. It seems like it's rerouting me somewhere weird. And then they're like, well, could you look up this place real quick? And I have to look it up. So uh, the other thing was that um, the app, the Hitcher app had him as Omar something. Oh, yeah, and he, oh. had, he had a obviously fake identity that, that didn't match his name and stuff like that. So that's another thing. I honestly never really look at who the person is that's picking me up, kind of thing. Like, what's the name of the I person? Always, I look at the I look at the license plate, yeah. but that's about it. There's been a few I, I, stories, I look at the of like that's real life situations of Uber drivers and Lyft drivers not being who they say they are and ending up, mm-hmm. you know, hurting a person or raping and stuff like that. So that was the one thing about this. It was really this is real life. 
this episode mm-hmm. was like this is how our world is now and this is where we belong in the black mirror universe mm-hmm. is what i feel like this episode was doing yeah i mean yeah i, w- so, I would say the same it's it's we uh this one is hits so close to home almost probably as close as national anthem like because it's yeah. it's there's not far future technology mm-hmm. or or near future technology and it's it's something that all, all these things could happen right now yep uh steven you were saying something before i have no idea okay. i got a message <laughs> on my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything else john anything else about this episode i thought the writing was really good and that it kept me on edge the whole time i was really um tense the whole time watching this like what's going to happen after it didn't really seem to pan out like i thought it was i I didn't know where it was going to go why he was doing what he was doing um and then at the end of it i was like well i kind of hope he doesn't get killed also and then maybe just don't really fully know if how exactly that part of it played out so maybe there'll there'll never be a clear answer for that but i'm kind of hoping that uh you know maybe they just clipped them again and <laughs> they gave him some rehabilitation and things are going to be better but no realistically he's probably dead oh we, I, I forgot then in, in his last request to billy bauer was to talk to the ceo of right. persona so that uh the lady that he was banging earlier in the episode could get the password for his her daughter's uh persona account and it, i don't know if we mentioned it but her daughter had committed suicide that's why she's yeah. trying to get into her yeah, persona account. That there might be some clues in there as to why, why she committed suicide which I, I guess that's the moral of the story is that like all of all the bad things that have happened to this one guy he wanted something good to come out of it yeah i don't know if that was exactly his plan from the beginning no because that seemed to come out about later but he definitely seemed like he thought about it like oh there is something you can do for me because bauer quit saying like hey if there's anything i can do at all just to kind of help you through this he was like oh there is this one thing actually and i was like oh well that's convenient that that other interaction happened that could lead to this um but otherwise yeah i feel like um everything had to happen exactly the way it did for this story to play out like this it doesn't feel like it was organic but nevertheless, it did, it was interestingly written and well acted too. I mean, that guy was giving it his all. Oh yeah. Well, you. I, I liked him a lot more in this episode than as Moriarty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of pathos in there. You actually reminded me he didn't intend to get anything from it because he wanted to kill himself. Yeah. That was his ultimate mm-hmm. goal: was to just make sure his message was heard, and then kill himself. Mm-hmm. And then that's and now I remember he was going to the. But it's like the suicide, the people that had been through grief suicide, meetings, like grief meetings yeah. and he was like almost researching what would happen after he killed himself. Because oh. I always wondered, because when it went on later on, I was like, why is he in this grief meeting for suicides? Yeah. And then so it's, I think it's kind of sorry, like he was looking to see if it was actually worth it or well, not. It but he doesn't have anybody more. left. I didn't, I didn't feel like he, yeah, his mother think, had died months before. Yeah, maybe that's why he was like, will it affect anybody outside mm. of family? Maybe, I don't know. But. I mean, he could have been there for himself just dealing with his fiance and mother dying and he just never, like you said, never found the right time. Okay. Again, I thought he was in there at, at first on pretenses to get close <laughs> to this woman specifically. So yeah. um, in hindsight, I could kind of see the pieces falling into place but it could be either or uh could have been just wondering what happens in the wake of a suicide when there's no one left there for you or just he also has the pain of grief that he needs to deal with and just hasn't found the right time to say anything about it yeah. like steven it. what's your what's your final thoughts i mean i i like the episode a lot i, I think it's interesting that it was so different than 
the majority of the other Black Mirror episodes that we've gotten. Okay. Uh, if there is anything else, uh, if anybody has uh, any thoughts on this episode and want to get a hold of us, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. John is also on Twitter as... I am at Magic Bollocks. And Stephen can be found on social media at... At all the things as either Peppermint Gent or Peppermint Gentleman. <laughs> and Jessica? You can find me on Instagram at JessicaPay90. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Media Network on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Uh, <laughs> but until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. 